right now. E. Jean Carroll is back on the stand facing cross-examination from Donald Trump's lawyers in her $10 million defamation case. Trump's lawyers indicating she had about 30 minutes worth of questioning left. Let's get right to Kara Scannell outside court. Uh, Kara, what are we hearing from inside the court? So Eugene Carroll has been on the stand for just a little while now, and she's under cross-examination from Trump's attorney, Alina Haba. The focus of much of the questioning this morning has been on the timeline, because Eugene Carroll's initial story came out through a book excerpt on New York Magazine's website, and that Donald Trump made his first statement that Carroll is suing him for that's defamatory about five hours later. So what they are showing Carroll are people responding to her tweet about this story that that was negative before Donald Trump made his first post. Some of these tweets that they've showed said that she was making up false news, was a dirty liar. Another said, you are a disgrace. That's all part of Trump's argument that he should not be held responsible for mean tweets that people would have sent E. Jean Carroll regardless of what he said. And of course, Carroll and her lawyers have said that it was Donald Trump's statement that prompted his followers to echo his words and to bombard her with negativity, both in these tweets, but also through Facebook messages and some threats that she said had scared her where she thought she was going to get shot. So she is still testifying now on the stand. They're also starting to ask questions about how much money she is currently making because another argument that Trump's lawyers are saying is that Carol's actually, her career has prospered since she came public with her allegations against Trump and she has a newfound career and that it's not as damaged as Carol has testified yesterday under oath all day about the impact of Trump's statements. So her testimony is only, as you say, about to go for about a half hour today uh, and then she will be done uh, and the cross-examination will be over. Her lawyers may choose to ask her questions under what's known as redirect, but she, her testimony will end sometime this morning. Sarah? Okay, we're seeing a video of her coming in and out of court. Um, Kara, I just wanted to know who's taking the stand next or what's happening next in court after she testifies and is cross-examined. So her lawyers also say that they want to call Carol's former boss at Elle magazine. That's where she wrote her advice column for almost three decades. So she is expected to take the stand, um, add to Carol's credibility. And they also intend to call a reputation expert. That is someone will talk about the monetary harm that Carol is facing. She is facing more than $10 million in damages in this lawsuit. Now, the judges also said that that Carol's lawyers can play the Access Hollywood tape. That's where Donald Trump bragging about how he as a celebrity has a right to do what he wants to have women. That was allowed in the first trial. The judge has said he will let that come in again because it may help the jury understand the former president's mindset and views toward women. Uh, it's unclear if that will be played today, but that is one of the pieces of evidence that Carol's team has said that they want to play. Sarah? Yeah, the grab her in the pee tape uh, raised a lot of eyebrows and anger back when it was played, and yet he still became president, and now we're seeing uh, this fight between he and E. Jean Carroll play out in the courts. Kara Scannell, thank you so much for following all uh, of the details of these cases. John? All right, with us now, CNN legal analyst Norm Eisen. He served as House Judiciary Special Counsel in Donald Trump's first impeachment trial. Ambassador, thank you very much. Let me first ask you about this line of questioning that E. Jean Carroll is under right now from Trump's attorneys is something along the lines of other people did it too and first in terms of saying bad stuff about you, E. Jean Carroll. Why are the Trump lawyers doing this and is it effective? Uh, John, it's not effective. And the reason it's not effective is because the Trump lawyers are pointing to an approximately five hour gap 
between E. Jean Carroll revealing what Donald Trump uh, did in New York Magazine and Donald Trump uh, claiming it was false. And what Alina Haba, Trump's lawyer, is trying to do here is to say, look, you were attacked in this five-hour period before President Trump said anything. And therefore, you can't blame President Trump for everything that has transpired since. But John, we're talking about five hours on the one hand and years uh, of harm that E. Jean Carroll very persuasively testified about on the other. And I just don't think the jury is going to care. Uh, the examination has also been marred uh, by considerable additional bumbling by Trump's lawyer, uh, Ms. Haba, who doesn't seem to know the basic rules of evidence on how to use uh, these documents and uh, information. Uh, so that is also a negative uh, when you have a lawyer bumbling in front of a jury. This exchange between Judge Kaplan and Donald Trump himself, which took place in court, and just the end of it uh, was Judge Kaplan telling Donald Trump, you just can't control yourself in these circumstances, apparently. And Trump responding, you can't either, to a federal judge. What impact does that have in the case now going forward, Norm? Well, uh, Donald Trump already had very little leeway with this judge uh, when it comes to really the former president's best hope of countering this devastating testimony from uh, the plaintiff, the victim here, E. Jean Carroll. That's Donald Trump himself taking the stand. He would have been much smarter to save up that leeway, John, for when he was on the stand, and it really counts the most in front of the jury, to get a little extra room to make his points. Uh, the judge is going to be on the edge of his chair. He's clearly starting to get fed up with Trump. Um, and um, I, I just don't uh, think you talk that way to a federal judge, especially not Judge Kaplan. He's been on the bench for a long time. This is not the judge in state court, Judge Ngoran, who heard the New York State civil fraud trial, who gave Trump and his lawyers a lot of leeway. Uh, that's just not going to happen here, and Trump will be barred from the court or ejected from the stand if he continues with these kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, I haven't seen a federal judge treated this way or taken this way. I want to ask you, we could hear any minute or any day from the federal appeals court on the issue of presidential immunity. Donald Trump and his lawyers are arguing that he has immunity for anything that happened on January 6th that he did because he was president of the United States at the time. Donald Trump on his social media just put out an argument here. He wrote, a president of the United States must have full immunity without which it would be impossible for him or her to properly function. Any mistake, even if well intended, would be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at term end. Even events that cross the line must fall under total immunity. Um, Ambassador, that seems like an even more expansive argument than they made in court. John, it's hard to comprehend uh, a more expansive argument than the one Trump's lawyer made in court that the president mm -hmm. can order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate an opponent. And yet Donald Trump has managed to go even further this morning 
The core idea of our Constitution of American law, of the founding of our country, is that no person is above the law. Everyone is subject to the Constitution. No, you cannot cross the line. A president cannot have that absolute immunity. That would be a dictatorship. It would be a lawless country. And there is no way that the D.C. Circuit is going to embrace that kind of broad absolute immunity or that the Supreme Court will. It's just a question of how long it takes uh, for the uh, appellate courts mm -hmm. to resolve this. Can we get that trial back on track in the District of Columbia federal courts? But uh, this is a dead loser and really reprehensible and dangerous.